Good morning, Cleveland. This is Pastor C.A. here at Faith Memorial Church in this great city of Cleveland, Tennessee, and you are tuning in to Thinking Out Loud. This morning, I'm going to continue our conversation on the theology of gladness. The theology of gladness, as I have said, is something that is kind of just distinct with me, and hopefully it will evolve and more and more people will press into this. But I began this conversation sharing with you about a personal experience that kind of launched this whole thing, um, about my personal experience with the baptism of joy and listening and conversing with hundreds of others who have experienced this. Some experience it and get in their own pursuit of God and others experiencing it because of us ministering and praying with them and leading them into this understanding of the baptism of joy. We talked about the categories of joy and how everything that we're talking about falls under the theology of gladness, but that there is a distinction or a division between pleasure, happiness, joy, and gladness, and each have their own purview or area um, to which they apply, and how we're not talking about simple happiness or uh, circumstance that makes us happy for a moment, but we're talking about gladness as in a state of being, existing in a perpetual state of joy and seeking after intimacy with God. And then on the last program, we answered some objections that people often raise about well, is this a messianic prophecy? Does it apply to us? Are you adding a new baptism to the initial water baptism and then the spirit baptism? And I explained all of that by saying, no, we're not adding a new baptism or theological category per se. What we're actually saying is much like C.S. Lewis says, about Narnia, that the further in you go, the bigger it gets. And so it's kind of the further into spirit baptism you go, the bigger it gets. That we, the deeper into God we go, the more we find out is there and the more that we're made aware of. And so when we're talking about a baptism of joy, we're talking about going further into God and beginning to exist in the state of being that He has designed us to exist in. Because again, God does not wants you broken and busted and disgusted and miserable throughout this life. He wants you to exist in a perpetual state of gladness and joy. And that's what we're talking about. Now, with all of that laid out, all of that groundwork, I want to just talk to you for a moment about how do we get there? How do we get there. What is the condition or what is the criteria, the prerequisite, if you will, to get to this state of the baptism of joy and to this state of being of gladness? And it's found in Hebrews 1 9, where it says of the Messiah, it says, You have loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore, God, even thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. Now, what you need to understand in a little bit of grammar is you have a linking verb there. That word, therefore, implies that what is about to be said is a direct relation to what has just been said. It creates a condition, if you will. And here's a side note for you. All prophecy and all prophetic promise in Scripture 
has a contingency upon it. It is always tied to an if or a because factor. If you do this, I will do this. Or because you have done this, I am going to do this. All prophecy, whether it be prophecy of weal or prophecy of woe, good or bad, all prophecy has a contingency. The great thing is, is most of those contingencies for us have been met in Christ Jesus. Now, that word therefore shows us that what is about to be said is a result or a Cause, meeting the cause or the condition of the first phrase or the first couple of phrases. Now, it would def- do no harm to the verse if we were to say because at the beginning. If we were to say because you have loved righteousness and hated iniquity, therefore God, even thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. See, that doesn't violate the text whatsoever because the word therefore has already communicated that condition. So the condition for receiving the baptism of joy, the anointing with the oil of gladness, the condition for that is the loving righteousness and the hating iniquity. And don't get too bent out of shape just yet because on next program, we are going to delve further into what that means. What does it mean to love righteousness and hate iniquity? Thank you for listening. This has been Thinking Out Loud with Pastor CA. God bless and have a great day.